0: Hello and welcome back to Smash Hits Sports. We are doing our last conference preview. So if you haven't seen the other four, make sure to go check them out um, and subscribe to the channel because this is the best college football content on the internet. But the Big 12 preview in what was a wildly unpredictable Big 12 last year, TCU by a, a lot of people's standards could have been the worst team in the Big 12 last year. They ended up going undefeated in regular season play and then got smoked in the national championship who would have thought, I I cannot wait to see what your opinions are on this Big 12, Nick, because I am going to be honest. This conference is insane. Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. This is their last year, but they already went ahead and brought in the four new teams, Houston, UCF, BYU, and Cincinnati. A lot of those teams are going to be experiencing Power 5 for the first time. It, it's going to be chaos, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah, um, it, it, easily the least predictable conference. Um, but I, again, like you said, who would have thought? Right? I, I hate to shamelessly plug myself again here, but TCU, <laughs> yeah, I it's painful, dude.
0: You, dude, it's so painful. Be it just plugging yourself.
1: It is, but I, I, I had TCU undefeated last year. It should show you that I, 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 I researched this shit a lot, right? And I'm looking for for teams that have narratives that have storylines that have things, some energy around them, right? It's not all numbers. Um, and, and the big 12, I think numbers matter the least out of all the conferences. We saved the best for last. We saved the most chaotic for last and I'm pumped to get into it.
0: Yeah, that's for damn sure. We we did save the most chaotic for last. Um, let's start with the Baylor bears. They have a pretty difficult schedule for the most part they play some of the bigger teams in the big 12 they play texas they play texas tech they play kansas state they also play a game against utah at home this is a team that i'm not a hundred percent sure how i feel about them i think uh dave aranda is a good coach i think blake shapen is a good quarterback when he plays well and a bad quarterback when he plays shitty um which he tends to do from time to time what are your thoughts on the bears
1: so correct me if I'm wrong, but it was just two years ago that Baylor had a, a pretty good season, right?
0: Yeah, two like, years ago they won the conference.
1: Yeah, like they were they were fantastic. Um, and then they had a step-back year. Um, and and I, they have a transfer, Sawyer Robinson from Mississippi State, who I think could take Blake Chapin out of his job um, mm-hmm. if things don't start off great, which again – Texas State is a top is a gimme, but Utah I do have them losing, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see how uh, Lake's and plays there. But it just feels so recent that they were good that it's it's weird for me to just assume that they're going to not be good anymore. Um, yep. Like why why is that going to happen? So I think they are kind of a sleeper. Not a lot of people are talking about them. A lot of people are Texas Tech, blah blah blah. Um, but. I wasn't willing to risk it. So I have them at seven and five kind of playing it safe. What's their win total. Do you have it? Yeah.
0: Their win total six and a half. So seven and five, you have the over. Um, I actually, I'm on the same side of this boat as you are. I have them at eight and four. Um, they, they play uh, a pretty good schedule. Um, I have them losing a, a fluky game to Houston in week 10. Um, I also have them losing to TCU at TCU late in the season. Um, I have them losing to Texas and Utah, but I think this Baylor team like will be Dave Aranda is a good coach. Like Dave Aranda is a very good coach. Um, I don't expect them to have a losing season two years in a row. They went six and seven last year. Um, so get, I, I like the bears sick them. eight and four.
1: Yeah. I, I don't hate it. Um, I, I have them beating Houston at home. I, I get that though. Right. You kind of got to call your yeah. shots. Sometimes I have them losing at Kansas state and at TCU um to end the year and then at UCF versus Texas and versus Utah so seven and five um we'll get to some of those teams later but
0: yeah so let's go to the the first new team of the big 12 BYU um coming from independent into the big 12 um which you hate to see independent teams join a conference I personally just think all the all of the independent teams should remain independent um totally unbiased That makes in, sense to you, that. Right. in that statement. Um, Notre Dame to the ACC. Na- puke. Puke. <laughs> um BYU is you a really play all of
1: them. All right, we'll talk yeah. about that later. Go on.
0: BYU plays a cupcake at a conference schedule until they get to Arkansas at Arkansas. Um I I, I have them dropping that game. Um but it'll be interesting. They'll have Keaton Slovis is BYU's quarterback, which God, how many teams has that guy been on? Um, Their win total is... How is he still in the league? Dude, I don't know. But their win total is sitting at four and a half headed into the Big 12. What are your thoughts on this BYU team?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they, as an independent, weren't recruiting. Like, they just couldn't recruit, really, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's... BYU is so interesting because there is the whole religious aspect to it. Um, so sometimes they'll get some really big name players just based on Mormonism or some shit like that, you know? Um, but they still haven't been able to get talent recently. I think that will change now that the, uh, big 12, but we're not going to see the effects of that change this year or probably next year, but it will happen eventually. Um, they're, they're a storied program, right? Like they, They've had Jim McMahon and those teams. Ty Detmer? It. Huh?
0: They had Ty Detmer back yeah, in the Ty day. Yeah, Ty Detmer.
1: Like, they, they've they had, like, BYU. I think some younger people might just assume that, like, why is Brigham Young in the Big 12? It's a story program. We're just not going to see it this year. I have him going four and eight. Um, I, I, Slovis, I have no idea what to expect. He's just been on too many teams. I like their new defensive coordinator. Um, hmm. Again, it, it's a big 12 that doesn't thrive on defense still. So could see a a pretty good defense from BYU this year. Uh, But the offense is probably going to be pretty anemic. I have them losing or winning against Sam Houston, Southern Utah, Iowa state. And then at the very end of the year at Oklahoma state. Yay. Congratulations. Congratulations.
0: So, I also have them going four and eight. Um, I have them beating the f- first two schools. Um, and then I have them winning against Cincinnati at home and then at West Virginia. Um, who we'll talk about those two teams. I think those two teams are the worst two teams in the Big 12. So, um, but yeah, BYU, that's, that's the, uh, Losing Jaron Hall is going to be tough for them. Like he was a he was a really good quarterback for uh, BYU last year, and uh, not having him, he left for the NFL draft, um, is going to hurt that team. But let's talk about Cincinnati, In probably my opinion, the biggest downgrade as ter- in terms of coaching, going from Luke Fickle to Scott Satterfield. Um, I have Scott Satterfield outside of my top fifty um head coaches in or i have them outside of my top 60 head coaches in power five i think he's in the bottom 10 i don't like him as a head coach louisville was practically begging to get rid of him uh before they brought in jeff Brom. cincinnati's win total is five their roster had transfers all over the place because of fickle leaving um, yeah they do have dante corleone on the defensive line he's going to be very good um he's Uh, likely a first round draft pick i mean the dude is an absolute stud however they're starting um you remember this name emory jones is the starting quarterback for the cincinnati bearcats from florida yes oh my so uh a name that we haven't heard in a while
1: was he on was he after trask was he that 2021 florida quarterback or was uh, let like, me, let me take a for look. For some reason I hear Emery Jones and I'm like, that was like 2018, <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense.
0: So he was after Trask, he was in 2020 or er, split with Trask, I don't know, but he played in 2021 and then 2022, he transferred to Arizona state. And then when they brought in Drew Pine and obviously Arizona state's head coach got fired. Um, he is now transferred to, um, Cincinnati. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I didn't know he was at Arizona State. I don't watch Arizona State play football. Um, yep.
0: He threw seven touchdowns daddy, last though. year.
1: So, he had what
0: he threw seven touchdowns last
1: year. Yeah, so. all right, good for him. Yeah, he's uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's enticing. That is uh, promising considering what I have them at. Um, I got him. I feel like you're gonna hate this. I know you're uh, gonna hate this. Yep, I got him at seven and five.
0: Oh my and... god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I didn't I didn't think about the offense as much as I should have. I I, the defense I saw Emery is Jones. gonna be I don't good. Even think it, I don't even think Emory Jones clicked in my mind. I was just like, Oh, vet vet transfer who's a power five vet transfer. It just didn't click like, oh, that's the same guy from Florida. Um and, and again, I they did have so many people transfer out, which sucks. But they also were recruiting Really, really well on the defensive side of the ball before mm-hmm. Fickle left. And a lot of them stayed. Like, yes. uh, their defense should be really good, like, tops of the Big 12. Yeah. And that's no, my with rationale that. is that, like, I, I was looking at their schedule and I was like, they can beat Kansas, West Virginia, Iowa State, BYU, uh, UCF, Miami of Ohio, and Eastern Kentucky. I think they can win those games from their defense. And, and, and in my head, before I made this prediction, their offense wasn't going to be dreadful. Now I'm sort of not so sure I did enough research on Cincinnati. But <laughs> I have it written down, and I'm talking about it now. So this is official, folks. It's confirmed. I, I have them 7-5, and five, and I'm just going to have to hope that that happens. But I, I, I'm a believer. I'm a, I believe in this team. I do.
0: Well, I don't. It sounds like we're going to have another uh... – south carolina situation in our hands here where we are way off on each other's uh totals i have them at four and eight i have them as the second worst team in in the big 12 um i just their defense should be good their their offense is going to be dreadful so um and i'm not a fan of satterfield as a head coach
1: no i mean i I get it um but yeah we'll just have to wait and see this is different than South Carolina. I I actually know what I'm talking about with South Carolina a little bit more.
0: That's fair. Um, That's fair. (laughs)
1: uh, So I I I stand by my prediction with with them. Um if Cincinnati goes four and eight, I'm gonna pretend like I never said they were going seven and five. But if they go seven and five, I will be rubbing it in your face. So Oh,
0: you as you absolutely should. Um (laughs) (laughs) let's move on to the other American team that joined the Big 12 in Houston. Um, Houston's win total is four and a half. Um, Dana Holgerson seems like a fun coach to drink a beer with, but that's about all the good things that I can say about this Houston team right now. Um, they lost Clayton Toon, um, as their quarterback, he went to the NFL draft and the guy that they're bringing in, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is, Not the same style of quarterback that Dana Holgerson has had in the past. He's got more rushing upside than Clayton Toon does, um, but he's not as dialed in as a passer. Um, Houston's going to be a very interesting team. Their out-of-conference schedule is UTSA, Rice, and Sam Houston State. So their out-of-conference schedule is entirely Texas teams. They aren't going to be leaving the state a whole hell of a lot, but...
1: Their first four games are, are in Texas. The first five. Yep. Wow. And six of their first seven. That's kind of crazy. I, I didn't look at it like that. But Donovan Smith is their new quarterback. Yeah, that's um, – there you and, go. Yeah, I mean, he's a pretty good quarterback. He started, I believe, last year uh, more than half the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he could be a starter at some other teams in this conference. Um, I, I, UTSA is not a team to sleep on. Uh, in my opinion, we'll talk yep. about a group of five teams later, but I do kind of, I have them sweep in the out of conference. I have them going six and six. Again, it's the adjustment and the, the recruiting deficiencies. Uh, yep. They did pretty well in the portal, but they also lost a lot. Um, they lost a good amount to the draft. And I, I think out of all teams that could have, you know, immediate massive like changes, I think it could be Houston just because they could kind of poach, some of the Texas recruiting um, pretty easily. They've had really good seasons during our lifetime, like 2016. uh, Whenever like the Ed Oliver years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. And, and so this year I have them six and six making a bowl. I think uh, people, what's their win total.
0: So their win total is four and a half.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, Again, that makes sense. Like, I, I really don't see them going much better than 6-6, six and six, but I do think that they are going to have a respectable year, right? So maybe 4.5 feels a bit low to me. Maybe I'll take that over.
0: Yeah, I am not quite as high on Houston, but I, I bet our games are probably the, – the Big 12 weird. I'm sure our schedule, they're scattered all over the place, but um, I actually do have them dropping that week one game against UTSA yeah which is
1: so fair yeah um, that's
0: utsa with frank harris is one of my favorite group of five teams um mm-hmm. they're, they're one of the best and i think like they should have a good year I, I have houston at five and seven like they're they should have a good year i have them just missing a bowl game um but like you long term houston is is set up for success in the big 12 being able to recruit recruit the houston area on the houston market is going to be huge for them um and they've they've had good like solid teams in the past I expect them to you know make strides in this conference pretty quickly um I just don't have them making a bowl game this season
1: right which is which is fair I I was like kind of coin flipping my way from five and seven to six and six I I just have them beaten UTSA um like I, I wouldn't touch that game week one if there was a gun to my head um so I'll just I'll roll with it I'll roll with Houston just for the sake of this
0: yeah, so Iowa State is um under a lot of controversy right now. So at the time I did my research, their win total was five and a half. I don't know if that's the case anymore. Um their starting quarterback has since been suspended for gambling on the team's games. Um here's a PSA if you're a college athlete. Uh don't fucking do that. Like, <laughs> don't fucking do that, please um also sneaky iowa state went one and eight in the big 12 last year and went four and eight they were the worst team in the big 12 and like people weren't aren't talking about that because matt campbell like used to be talked about as getting like one of these premier coaching jobs and over the last few seasons they have just been dreadful um yeah
1: i they beat iowa last year i think um which is kind of wild. Yeah. They still went four and eight. So they're a bad team and they, they beat their rival, their state yep. rival, which I, I don't think they'll do again. So, yep. I, I mean, I have them at three and nine, um, drop in or they're winning Northern Iowa, Ohio, and then Kansas. I have them beating.
0: Yeah. yeah. I have, I have them at four and eight. I have them beating TCU and, uh, BYU Um, but I also made this prediction prior to the knowledge that their starting quarterback was going to be suspended. I'm going to be honest. I probably would switch the TCU game now. Um, and yeah, put him, put him down at three and nine. I just, this, this seems like, uh, Oh shit. We have controversy with players betting and then two (laughs) straight years where they finish at the bottom of the big 12. Like maybe it's time for a change of scenery with Matt Campbell. Like I would not, I would not be surprised. Um, if, you know, we're talking about Iowa State looking for a new head coach. this Oh, I'm actually season.
1: willing to guarantee that happens. Yeah. Th- there's no way they aren't. The G
0: word. Yeah. The, gu- the guarantee.
1: Yeah. Campbell's fired after the year. Yep.
0: That's bold. That's bold. Yeah,
1: like, we'll, we'll put it on a post-it note and frame it. Like, I have that. Yeah.
0: We can make Absolutely. a graphic. I'll clip this. I'll clip this. I was yeah. Iowa State head coach guaranteed to be fired postseason.
1: Right. Uh, and that's a, a decently enticing job. So, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, power we'll have, five. We'll,
1: yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, three and nine, not not a good year for, Ohio, for Iowa State.
0: Yep. So <laughs> that's about all it does for the, uh, the Cyclones there. Let's talk about Kansas. I got a hunch that we are going to be a little separated here. Um, Kansas was six and seven last season. Um, they made it to a bowl game like very uh, in all thing, with all things considered it was a very good season for kansas football i think they could do it again i think they could go bowling two consecutive years for the kansas jayhawks uh what are your thoughts
1: yeah i completely agree let's go uh, okay so yeah, we're not we, we wow. agree we agree let's go i have them starting five and one um which is crazy. I didn't like that because I was like, "Oh my god, Kansas!" Like they were ranked twenty fifth, I think, at one for one week last year. or yep. something. yeah, they were and ranked because they some started. Of my buddies are Kansas. Like went to Kansas and they were mm-hmm. that, that. was their like favorite moment of their life being ranked. Yeah, um, and obviously by the end of the year, they're you know losing by thirty again and blah 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 doing Kansas stuff. And I just see a similar script this year. They have Missouri State an Illinois team that I. We we covered the Big Ten. I'm not very high on Illinois. Um, Nevada, who's not good. BYU, who isn't good. And then, obviously, Texas, they lose. But then UCF at home, I think they could sneak out and win that one. Uh, And then I think I have them losing the last five games of the season. So.
0: I don't. I don't hate that at all. Um, I think – we're close to the same record but wildly different uh wins and losses. I have them at 7 and 5. Um I have them winning Iowa State at the end of the year. I have them beating Cincinnati at the end of the year and uh yeah. I also have them beating Oklahoma after their bye week. Okay. Um which might which might be one of my more bold takes of the offseason. I will admit it. Yeah. I,
1: um I can't see that happening.
0: <laughs> but they do play but- like a fairly favorable schedule. Um, they get Central Florida at home. They get BYU at home. Um, you know Kansas State and Texas Tech. They get both of those games at home. Even though I have them losing them both. But Jalen Daniels, before he got hurt last year, was like a tremendous quarterback. Like he was very, very good. 18 touchdowns, four interceptions last season before he got hurt. His passer rating was 162. I mean, he was he was just incredible.
1: Jaden, right? I'm um, making Jay is Jaylen? who's Jaden Daniels, LSU and Jay Lynn Daniels is Kansas. Yes. J- yeah. Which, I just wanted to make sure because the, that, that trips me up. Uh, yeah. But, similar like play styles too, but uh, yeah.
0: Know, and very fantastic. good quarterbacks. Um, and, and
1: he got hurt. And that was kind of a little bit of the demise for that team. But yep. like Kansas is like, it's, it's the regression to the mean argument that like their last good season with 2007, which yep. like, is almost an asterisk season in all of college football. It was the craziest year of all time. Yep. And so Kansas has just been bad for so long that there's no way that last year was just like a fluke. And now they're 10 more years of three win seasons for Kansas teams. Can't, it it just can't, they can't be that bad for that long, especially with how much money the basketball team is making you like invest some shit in the football program, get a good coach, And figure it out and i think they have at least enough to make another bowl game at six and six and maybe they'll win one maybe they'll finish above 500 for the first time like this century yeah (laughs) so
0: and and i like like lance leipold is a good head coach like he's a really a really good head coach for that program um and they're doing like they're doing renovations to the stadium like
1: they're they're putting some money committed to making that it's like reminds me of what Liberty is doing like uh, in in the group of five world where it's like like disgusting. And then it's like out of nowhere, flip the switch. We're going to spend so much money to try to make this an enticing place to come play. Um, So yeah, I, I, I I always root for Kansas. It's like the Browns of the college football world. So
0: that's, that's a fair, fair point. Um, (laughs) A team that would hate for us to say that though is Kansas state. And I'm going to be honest. Kansas State won the Big 12 last year. They were, they're your Big 12 champions, even though that uh, TCU went to the playoff. I think that this Kansas State team might be as good or better than last year's Kansas State team.
1: Whoa. They
0: bring back Will Howard. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. Um, I think he might be the best quarterback in the Big 12, not named Quinn Ewers. Um, he's a very talented kid. I also think that Chris uh, Chris Kleiman is the best head coach in the Big 12 right now outside of maybe like Sonny Dykes, if you want to count Lance Leipold because of what he's doing like at Kansas. But I, I have Chris Kleiman as one of the, top 20 coaches in the country their offense is going to be good I have them as a top 20 offense this season even without Deuce Vaughn like they are a very very good team their win total is seven and a half I have them well above that
1: um okay well so my sorry my biggest thing with Kansas State is that I think I think Deuce Vaughn meant more to that program than any running back I can think of in recent history um, You know, like, losing him, the offense, just, like, I watched a lot of Kansas State, and they will, they have to get worse. They just have to. I do like Will Howard, but they just have to get worse. I'm not surprised that it's seven and a half. I like that. I didn't know that. I have them at eight and four. I think they are worse this year. I do think that they are a very uh, mentally tough team. They're, like, a mature team. They're very well coached, and, eight and four is, a, is still a good season right they they had four losses last year like they could yep. go nine and four at the end of this year it's kind of the same season uh i just don't see them making a, a great bowl game by any means like they did last year uh i have i have them losing to missouri ucf oklahoma state and texas
0: that's fair that's fair um so i have them uh at 10 and 2 I have yeah. them at ten and two. I have them losing to Oklahoma State and Baylor. I have them beating Texas. Um, I have them beating, you know, Kansas, Houston, TCU, all those teams. Texas beating Tech. Texas at Texas. I have them beating Texas at Texas.
1: That, that that's probably bolder than Kansas beating Oklahoma. I don't know. Both of those are pretty bold though. Write those on post it notes.
0: All right. Hey, we'll that's... we'll do it. But I I have Kansas State like 10 and 2. I, I love I'm very high on this Kansas State team. Um that might be a hill that I end up dying on, but hey, so be it. Um let, let's talk Oklahoma. OU. Um one of the most disappointing seasons we've seen from a Power Five team in a long, long time. They had like unbelievable aspirations with Brent Venables coming in and Dylan Gabriel getting hurt um, certainly does not help. They got smacked, smacked by Texas. Um, what are your thoughts on this uh, or, or Oklahoma team?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Dylan Gabriel's getting slept on a little bit. Um, he follows know. me on Instagram, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Dylan Gabriel, if you are watching this. But uh, I, I'm being genuine. Like, like I, I really think that people have forgotten about him. Um, like a lot, like people just toss him in with like Mackenzie Milton, like, Oh, the UCF, you know, guys that came and transferred to power five conferences and didn't do anything. It's like, he's still great. And he's still there and he's got the job strangleholded. And if he doesn't succeed, right. Don't they have uh, Jackson Arnold right behind him? True yep. freshman. Yep. So, and I, Jackson Arnold was the number one rated, one of uh, he's a five star guy
0: depending on the service that you use he was the number one on yeah, some of I those think some site recruiting had him platforms. number one
1: which is crazy yep. um, but he's fantastic. I'm still a Venables guy maybe I'm biased I did go to Clemson but I think he has the the energy once he gets in his rhythm it's kind of it's gonna be like a freight train kind of vibe with Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they absolutely have the talent. They're one of the teams that did well in the transfer window. Um, and I have them going 10 and 2. I do. I have them losing to Texas and losing to UCF.
0: So I also have them going 10 and 2. I love, I, I like this Oklahoma team. I'm glad we're both high on them. The UCF game will be so fun. Dylan Gabriel against his former team. Like that'll be, that'll be a very fun game. Um, I believe they play right after they play those two teams back to back. There is a bye week in between, but like that that should be a very fun game for them. Um this Oklahoma team should be good. Their win total is nine and a half and it is tied with Texas. Wow. They're the only wow. two they're the only two teams with a win total above seven and a half in this conference. So
1: Wow. So Vegas just thinks the Big Twelve has no s- playoff chance this year.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are a hundred percent correct. And I, I think well, they're right. I, I don't have a funny well, enough. Yeah. I, I, I,
1: that's what I have again. I do not look at, I have not looked at these win totals. I have Oklahoma 10 and two. I don't have any team more than 10 wins. Um, it, like I'm right there with, with Vegas on this one, which is normally a good thing. So, yep. um, yeah. Uh, and I agree that that UCF game will be electric. Um, I we'll we'll get to UCF in a little. But I'm I'm excited about UCF. Yep.
0: The other thing too with this Oklahoma, like they they play a very easy schedule outside which it's not their fault. They were supposed to play Georgia, but them transfer like moving to the SEC, they ended up nixing that game. But the Oklahoma schedule is unbelievably easy. They don't play they the only teams they played that were even remotely good last year were Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas. Like outside of that, they don't play Hardly any, well, I guess UCF, but they were 9-3 in G5. So, um, But let's talk Oklahoma State, who I think might have an even easier schedule than Oklahoma. This team plays all of their co- conference games that are worth a damn at home. They play kansas state at home they play kansas at home they play cincinnati at home they play oklahoma at home they play byu at home the only road games they have this year are at arizona state easy at iowa state easy at west virginia easy and then at ucf and houston like yeah they they lucked out with their schedule big time
1: yeah it's interesting i guess uh Again, I, I – I, well, okay, so this is what I'll say is that my darling group of five team this year, other than Boise State, um, is South Alabama. I love that team. I also like Liberty a lot, but I, I love South Alabama. I think they have a chance of, like, playing the Fiesta Bowl or something. Yep. Um, so I, I have South Alabama beating Oklahoma State, right? Wow. Yeah. That's
0: – that is – bold but not as like it looks a lot more bold than it actually is like that's uh-huh. that should be a, a good game
1: yeah no I, i'm very excited south alabama has like chip on their shoulder big time like i love watching them play um i have so i have oklahoma state starting four and one and then they lose to kansas i have them losing at west virginia just because like and we'll get to West Virginia. I don't think West Virginia is good. I think that might be the one game I have them winning in the conference. But I don't think Oklahoma State's all that great. Um, maybe I'm like I watched that Kansas State Oklahoma State game last year and it was so embarrassing. <laughs> and then they lost their quarterback and a bunch of other pieces. And it's just. But then I haven't been in Cincinnati, losing to Oklahoma, losing to UCF, losing to Houston, and losing to BYU. I haven't finishing five and seven wow yeah BYU I'm uh, eh, that one was kind of tough just because Oklahoma State isn't at home but that's fair I I just kind of wanted to give BYU one I feel like they could have it
0: so what how do you feel if I tell you that their win total is six and a half
1: I mean again I was between five and seven six and six I, I there are a lot of teams that are six and a half that I have seven or eight wins. So I'm just on the low side this time. Um, makes sense. I would bet the under.
0: Now, how do you feel knowing that I have them 10 and two?
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. That, so that's, that's gotta be one of the biggest differences in um, my, that we have.
0: If I had to have my bold takes of the off season, this is one of them. Um, I just, Mike Gundy, this is a stat. Um, I heard it. Uh, I was listening to Unnecessary Roughness, the Barstool Sports College Football Podcast. Um, Mike Gundy has not had a losing season in 17 years at Oklahoma State. 17 consecutive seasons, he has not had a losing record at, at Oklahoma State. Um, yeah. He's a a damn good coach. He is exactly what you like. He's a Stillwater guy through and through. I think in, a year, in years that like you're not talking about Oklahoma State, that's when they are the most dangerous. I, this, is, this is much more of a vibes pick than anything. This is absolutely more of a vibes pick than anything. Um, they do bring in Alan Bowman at quarterback instead of Spencer Sanders, which I think Sanders has, has been up and down um for Oklahoma State over the past, you know, couple of years. He now transferred to Ole Miss. I I'm higher on this Oklahoma State team than I should be. And I know that and that's okay. I have them going ten and two. I might be so wrong, but um
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just I feel like Oklahoma State's like almost entering like a like a panic rebuild state right now where they lost their defensive coordinator. They lost people to the portal. They didn't recruit that well. They didn't get that many people from the portal, and they just need to figure it out. Um, that was my vibe, and I don't know anything really about their quarterback. But I, I guess, I mean, Mike Gundy, that stat doesn't lie, right? Right? Like yep. 17 straight years, I I respect it. I love a vibe pick, too. I have a couple of them. Yep. Uh, this one just isn't one of them, and, and I, I kind of use my frontal lobe primarily to decide <laughs> that, they were going to go 5 and 7 <laughs> god damn it you piece of shit
0: i actually used my brain
1: I, yeah I, I thought about it no i mean the, again i we've differed on a couple things and and we'll, it, it'll be really fun to see at the end of the year who was right where um mm-hmm. there's no way we're both uh, i'm going to be all right you're going to be all wrong yeah. and right person so this is just yeah. chalk this up to another one right yep. another one of the the south carolina ones so
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So let's uh, let's move on to TCU. Um, everybody remembers the national championship game because they got their ass just beat to a pulp. Um, I don't want to stop.
1: Are we going We're skipping Texas, right? Are, oh, I had TC,
0: I, I just I okay. had TCU above Texas in the in the order of
1: in the order. Okay. Because I guess I guess Texas is. technically
0: is in. Texas alphabetical order Christian, but, yeah, but no,
1: that's, that's i just want to make sure that you didn't skip anything but no nope. we'll, tcu we'll, let's do tcu
0: yeah the, i'm horny for the the horned frogs uh um,
1: right as are we all
0: obviously they went they had an unbelievable run last year right that let's not get that twisted all respect to what they did last year they deserved to be in the college football playoff anybody anybody who says otherwise is an idiot they they went 11 11 and one or 12-1, and right? 12-0 and in the regular season with a loss in the conference championship. They deserved to be there. When they got there, they beat, they beat Michigan. And somehow everybody forgets that, that they beat the Big Ten champs. And for some reason, they didn't belong on the playing fo- floor because they lost to, to Georgia, which is...
1: This is my thing. I love what you're saying because Michigan beat Ohio State. Yes. And Ohio State nearly beat, or nearly lost to Georgia, right? Yep. And TCU beat, Beat the team that nearly lost to Georgia. Or yep. sorry, TCU beat the team, in that, Michigan beat the team. that beat that, the team that nearly lost to Georgia. Yeah. So, therefore, before the TCU Georgia game, logic says TCU and Georgia talk. Yeah. It didn't happen that way, but that's football, right? Yep. TCU absolutely deserved to be there. Maybe in a different world, it was TCU Georgia in the semifinal and then Ohio State plays Georgia. And beat them sixty-five to seven, and it's a yep. whole different scenario we're talking about. You can't say that that's impossible, right? So, yep. I, I, yeah. I hate the people that are like, "Oh, TCU, most embarrassing loss of all time." It's like that is probably the best season. Uh, the Fans are in, thrilled going into the season, like loving football again. You know, it, like I'm happy for the people up in uh, Fort Worth. So, yeah. Wh- what do you be, have now? You, they should be. You can go. They should so,
0: be right. Man. I have them at eight and four, which I don't like. They had so many games that were one point losses last year, or they played teams where their quarterback got hurt, which was actually insane. Um, that being said, like eight and four, their win total is seven and a half. Like that's still above their win total. So um, I, I think that they could have a really strong season. Um, for what it's worth, I have them starting seven and zero. Uh,
1: I have them starting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and zero as well. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, I have them at nine and three. Okay. I think Sonny Dykes is a legend. He's, in my opinion. Top five contention for a top five coach in college football. Damn. I think going into last year, people said this roster stinks and like they don't have talent, right? (laughs) Who's their quarterback? Blah, blah, blah. And Max Duggan goes to New York for the Heisman ceremony and Quentin Johnson gets to be a first round pick when we'll have to see what happens with Quentin Johnson, but like maybe it's possible he didn't deserve that first round pick. He's not as amazing as you make them look in my opinion yeah the the thing for me is losing Garrett Riley loses a lot of the creativity yep but I think that they develop and get the most out of their players more than almost any team right now in college football and so I think this next crop of people even though they lost Kendra Miller and uh freaking Duggan and all these people Mm -hmm. I think uh I, I see him going nine and three. They lose to Kansas state. I haven't beaten Texas, um, losing to Texas tech and losing to Oklahoma day in the air, nine and three, which is a great season.
0: Yep. So the only game that we're different here is I have Texas winning that game, but that's, that's the only spot we're different. I mean, this is it. They're in line to have a really good season. They had a couple transfers come in. I believe they had a transfer come in from Alabama on defense. Um, they're like they're going to have some dudes again people forget Chandler Morris was supposed to be the starting quarterback of that team last year before yes. he got hurt and Duggan and he, know, has, came he in. has
1: starting experience he like he started for TCU two years ago right like he, yeah he, he's a mature vet now in this system under their coach yes he has a new offense coordinator that I'm just again that that I am kind of going into that blind I don't know how that's going to work but under the assumption that it's going to go kind of smoothly. I'm excited about TCU again. And I think they thrive when they're getting slept on seven and a half feels low. I would take the over very confidently. That's actually one of my favorites. um, Yep. I I like
0: that as well. I like that as well. Um, But let's talk Texas, right? They are plus 100 to win the big 12. Uh, Vegas has them as all as close as you can get to being an outright favorite without being the outright favorite. Their win total is nine and a half. The last time Texas won the Big Twelve, I believe, was two thousand and nine. So oh, it's boy. it's been a while. Um, Steve and now they're Sar- leaving. <laughs> Steve Sarkeesian has some expectations. They have Quinn Ewers, who was the number one quarterback prospect ever when he uh came into college. This their roster legitimately is stacked. Like, they have yeah. a phenomenal roster, top to bottom.
1: Yeah. Uh, we saw Quinn Ewers, what he could do against Bama last year, and then he got hurt. And then Texas was kind of derailed a little bit and didn't end up, as Texas always does, they they went 8-5. Um, but I, I do think that it would be a, a cathartic moment for college football for them to win the Big 12 and then leave. And have this ongoing memory that they were the Big Twelve, even though they went 15 years without winning it. Right mm-hmm. before they left, um, I love Ewers. I love Xavier Worthy. Um, they remind me of like a, a, a Big Twelve version of, of Florida State um, roster wise. Um, I don't hate that.
0: I don't hate that comparison.
1: I, I just think at Alabama is too tough. Even though I, I'm not, I'm not sold on Bama. I just think at Alabama is too tough. Um, and it's annoying that Oklahoma was about to play Georgia and they got rid of that game, but they're keeping Texas Bama. That's annoying, but yeah. Uh, and, and like I just said, I have Texas losing at TCU that I actually, I flipped back and forth. I almost had Texas going 11 and one. I don't though. I have them ten and two, but I do have them winning the conference. So they'll get a, a new year six game, but not, not the playoff at 10 and two.
0: So, I have Texas going nine and three. I have them going under their win total, um, losing to wow. Ala- losing to Alabama. You don't go into Bryant Denny and win football games there. You, you just don't. Yeah, um, it's just too tough. Yeah, the um, I'm gonna look it up, but I think Alabama. Since when did uh, Saban get to Alabama? Was that
1: 2008? Uh, 07 or or oh eight? Probably oh eight.
0: Okay, so since 2008 as a home team where are we at yeah as a home team since 2008
1: alabama
0: is 98 and (laughs) 5 yeah we (laughs) talked about
1: oregon stat that's nothing (laughs) bama
0: they are 98 and 5
1: what's look up clemson's for for at home because i'm I'm betting they're, it's up there as well. Clemson's home record's got to be crazy. Like they're 93 that, and
0: nine since 2008. Yeah, 93 so
1: and nine since yeah. 08, which Clemson—that was Dabo's first year—but Clemson took a little while to yeah. get the ball moving. Yeah. And they're still 93 and nine. Like th- there are a couple teams that you just—if they're playing at home, they're winning. That's just the rule. Yep. Um, it, it, you know know—I'm I, I, not gonna say that my like I, my jaw wouldn't be dropped on the floor if Texas won that game. I would. I'm actually definitely going to be rooting for Texas to win that game because, as a Bama hater, but um, yeah. I, I, I can't predict it. it I, like you just said, Bama doesn't lose at home, so I'm I'm with you there. But so that means that you have Oklahoma State and Oklahoma a bedlam battle in the Big Twelve championship, or we'll, we'll have we'll wait, we'll see. But
0: uh. I have uh, it's Kansas State and Oklahoma.
1: Oh, okay, because the... you have Kansas State ten and two as well. Okay. Yeah
0: yep although okay. i would i would love a bedlam like just because that like them not we're not playing bedlam anymore we don't want to play bedlam anymore like after they move and the the contention with and, that, and,
1: and it just happens to work out that they have a final bedlam and it's for the conference that would be oh that would be kick ass. so many storylines that are potential greats like I, it's that's why it's so hard to, to catch a vibe with this conference
0: i agree it's, i agree so man tough. It's insane, but yeah, I, I have Texas going nine and three. Um, uh, well, I think Texas fans would be disappointed at, with nine and three.
1: I, I yeah. Believe but that. Texas fans are used to being disappointed. I I, guess <laughs> I have them. I have them being pretty happy at ten and two. Yeah, they're, they're content, right? But they're still gonna find a way to complain. Yeah, uh, some way, some shape, somehow. Even if they go eleven and two, they they win the conference. Yeah, I mean that's a great season. So I am kind of high on Texas. You could say so.
0: Yep. Um, Texas Tech, the uh, last team in Texas we got to talk about is. A lot of people are high on this team. Um, I am. I am one of them. Um, that being said, I. I don't know. Like their defense should be better right it should be improved but their defense still isn't great their offense should be good but i don't have them at you know some sort of elite status um what are your thoughts on texas tech
1: well it's kind of like you're about to say i feel like like they're just such a middle of the pack team they were last year um they they kind of scream mid to me Mm -hmm. and you know obviously both of us probably follow a ton of college football content on all socials and and it just feels like once a week I'm seeing, like, here are, like, the sleepers no one's thinking about this year. And every time it's Texas Tech. And I'm always yep. – I sit through the video or I read the comments and people are like, oh, so, so true. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. this is a trap. <laughs> like, I'm watching people fall into this trap right now. What's their win total? Is it six and a half, seven?
0: Uh, their win total is seven and a half.
1: Seven and a half? All right. So people are saying, like, oh, they're going to go 10 and two and win the conference. No. I have the under. I have them at seven and five. You have them beating Oregon, or am I, I do I, have
0: them I, beating Oregon. You
1: have them beating yep. Oregon. Nope, no way in my opinion. In Lubbock, uh,
0: first home yeah, game of no, the year. I uh,
1: Oregon is uh, way more dynamic uh, in the rushing game and the passing game, and, and I think they're better, Well, well coached, and like we I, I said earlier. Um, Oregon's not going to lose their, their big at a conference game again, in my opinion. So then I have Texas tech losing at Baylor again, Baylor and Texas tech I feel similar vibes this year. Uh, I have them losing to Kansas state. I have them losing to UCF who we have not gotten to, uh, and I have them losing to Texas.
0: Yep. I have them losing to Kansas state Baylor and central Florida. I've them beating Texas. Um, I have them at nine and three. So, above the win total, I guess I am on the like, hey, don't sleep on Texas Tech, but I don't have them like anything I- insane. Uh, six and three in the conference, right? So, like a good season, but outside of that, like nothing crazy. I mean, Joey McGuire is yeah. a good coach, but like it, I, Tyler Show was good before he got hurt. Like, but
1: uh, you know what There's I mean? Nothing, like, I don't have any, nothing screams potential with this team yeah. for me. So that's fair. I feel, I feel pretty confident. Um, it, it's seven and a half. I probably w- won't take it. Maybe if I, I still have a little time to think about it, but yep. I would lean under. So, um, but yeah, now we get to go to UCF.
0: Yep. So UCF, I actually, I just made a video on my Instagram that came out today. Um, but my dumbass. Okay uh looked at the schedule wrong and i had them at six and six when i made the video and it turns out i have them at seven and five so oops um, okay
1: i didn't see the video
0: so if you haven't seen the video or if you have seen the video just know that this is the true prediction so that's bonus points for yeah. listening to the podcast like that's that's what you should do the, right the podcast has better information
1: and feel free to go comment on the video like oh yeah. like guys you made a mistake like it yeah. happens like uh, don't don't judge him <laughs> yeah
0: um, um but i like i like ucf um i actually there are a lot of teams like tcu we have i've we both have starting seven and oh ucf i have almost the exact opposite i have ucf starting two and four five
1: okay yeah UCF, so we're we're very different here yeah i have
0: ucf starting two and five and then finishing seven and five i have them winning their last five games
1: Um, okay, so I, one, UCF has, since, like, 2016, I feel like they've been dying to prove themselves, Mm -hmm. like, dying, and, and the culture there is still the same, in my opinion, as it was uh, back then, and they still, like, they went undefeated and then beat Joe Burrow, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, and people are like, oh, stupid UCFs calling themselves a national championship. I hate that team. It's like, they are so pissed off, I, I can imagine. And now they get to play in the Big 12 with, I think, the best roster of the teams coming in. Um, yes, so I think 100%. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think they have the best chance to actually really succeed, especially with this chip on their shoulder that, like, all of these games, once they get to conference season, are going to be, like, primetime ESPN, like you know big games um I, I do have them losing to boise state we'll get to the g5 same games. yeah i love let's boise go state. i love boise state um but then i have i have ucf beating kansas state on the road i have them beating baylor i have them beating oklahoma on the road i have them beating wow. west virginia like i have them beating oklahoma state and texas tech in houston i like their losses are almost the games that like like, how are you losing this game? Because they – like, this is where I'm talking about, like, the storylines of the Big 12. Yep. Like, they're, they're – talent-wise, you know, not, like, substantially higher than, like, a Kansas or something like that. But I think their their chip on their shoulder, their their yearningness to prove their worth is going to get them over the hump against some, some of the better teams. But then they drop the game at Kansas, and they drop the game at Cincinnati – and like they they go nine and three with three games they easily could have won, and it's like wow, what a season from UCF! Even though they went nine and three, they could have gone like undefeated. Damn, which is so crazy to say. But I do have them at nine and three. But again, they don't play they don't play Texas, right? They don't play TCU. Um, their schedule's easier than mm-hmm. most teams in this conference, um, so I like it. I like it. This is this is kind of my boldish uh, Big Twelve take here. Yeah, I don't That's hate it. Their CCS. win total
0: seven, so I don't hate that at all. And
1: I have them playing in the Cheez-Its Bowl against Miami as well. <laughs> throwing that out there. The Cheez-Its Bowl, in, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So that should be fun.
0: Um, all right, let's talk about the last team in the Big Twelve, West Virginia. Um, my my analysis of this team is going to be very very short, sweet, and to the point. Um, I think there is a chance that Neil Brown is fired before the end of September. Um, I think it doesn't matter how he does this season; he is going to be fired. It is the biggest case of dead man walking I think I've seen in the last like five or six years in college football. He's gone. Like there, there's no way that they retain him. The only reason they didn't fire him last year is because they couldn't afford to. Um, <laughs> the the state of football in the virginia and west virginia area is in the worst shape i've seen in a lot between virginia virginia tech and west virginia um i none of those teams are going to make a bowl game they are all terrible marshall yeah, no, has it's, the it's, best it's, chance it's, out of any of liberty those liberty and jmu
1: liberty and yeah. jmu state um so you're willing to do the matt campbell guarantee that i did for iowa state with, yeah. with uh west 100% virginia. yeah that makes 100%. sense 100% I, I haven't looked into it as much as you. I know that they wanted to fire him. I know that the West Virginia athletic director is in a state of panic just because Bob Huggins is like yeah. doing whatever he's doing. Yeah, the, driving. V-
0: the vibes <laughs> at West like, Virginia are not good yeah, right now. They, <laughs>
1: like the athletic director, I honestly think he's probably on the hot seat as well. Like, yeah, from the president of the college is like, how did you let it get to this point? Yeah, um, I think yeah, West Virginia. If you're like about to look at schools and you're like sixteen years old and you're a sports fan, I'd probably stray away from going to West Virginia because you're going to see a lot of really sorry, sorry teams. Uh, I have them going three and nine. Um, and, yeah, like you said it at the very beginning of this episode, the worst teams in the conference to you are West Virginia and Cincinnati. For me, it's Iowa State, West Virginia. Uh, two teams, I think their coaches are gone. West Virginia, they, they'll they beat BYU uh, I haven't beaten Oklahoma State at home. We went over that earlier, and then I haven't beaten Duquesne. But losing to Penn State, obviously, and then I haven't losing to Pitt. So that's a pretty tough out of conference.
0: Yeah, I I have them beating Pitt in just a fuck it we ball game, you know, like
1: rivalry, big rival- big, big rivalry. <laughs> yeah,
0: throw, throw out the record books or whatever. But yeah, yeah I haven't beating Duquesne and Pitt. I they might lose by fifty to Penn State in Happy Valley Week One. The, this team is uh, what i would love to see is the look on the mormons faces of, of byu fans when they travel to morgantown west virginia i would yeah. i will be very interested oh to see that's
1: that. so funny that's an that's a, that's a great point <laughs> like yeah these the the missionaries are like yeah watching the tailgates go down guy with a mullet is like yeah d-
0: drinking <laughs> a pbr out of a coon skin like yeah. yeah. Like,
1: um, yeah, that'll, that'll be funny. Um, but yeah, three and nine, you have them two and 10.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: I, I don't hate that at all. Uh, both, both terrible records. Uh, and, and what a great way to finish the big 12 for us.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> so to to wrap up the big 12, I have, uh, Kansas state and Oklahoma playing in the big 12 championship. And I'm going to take Kansas state in that game. I think the wildcats go back to back and assert themselves as the team to beat in the new big 12 going forward. Um, I I think Chris Kleiman is going to be the coach of the year, but I think the player of the year, um, is going to be Quinn Ewers. I think he's still going to be great, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, I have Texas, Oklahoma, um, Again, that'd be that awesome. Might seem, that yeah, would be awesome. Be a, a bit predictable or a bit like too much of a, a popular pick. Uh, Vegas thinks that that's, those are the two best teams. So do I. Um, again, TCU's right there behind them, and UCF is right there behind them. Uh, so we'll have to see. Coach of the year. Well, I have Texas beaten Oklahoma. Um, and and um, so I guess they sweep Oklahoma and then Texas plays in the fiesta bowl against boise state <laughs> there we go there we fantastic. go again,
0: i'm gonna be on it
1: i'll be talking about all the ball game predictions i'm going i'm gonna be going crazy dude if I that
0: i would love if oklahoma were to win that game and play boise state in the fiesta bowl again
1: oh oh right. my god a rematch dude there's two teams would be the storylines
0: dude there's just too many storylines in the big 12 this year
1: Incredible. But, uh, but coach of the year, I, we'll we'll give it to UCF because they go nine and three in the new conference. Um, player I don't, of the year, do hate that. Player of the year, I almost want to give to Xavier Worthy, um, but I don't. We'll have to see. I'll, I'll call it now. Yeah.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: So, there's the Big Twelve, folks, and that wraps it up.
0: That right. that wraps it up. All Power Five conferences done. Um, If you want to see more of our stuff, we are going to do in-season content all season long. We're going to talk about our favorite group of five teams coming up. Um, We are going to talk about, you know, week zero and in all of its beauty here shortly. College football is upon us. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, After this episode, we'll probably do... Um, week zero and, you know, talk our uh, college football playoff and, and that sort of thing. Give our, you know, talk about our favorite uh, group of five teams and football's here. We're
1: back. And you Notre Dame fans get excited because that's coming up as well. Um, Which aw- awesome that we got 150 subscribers. Um, Blew it out of the water. Yeah. I wonder what, by the time we post this.
0: We'll be at 200. Yeah. We'll be at 200 probably. I, believe I got a hunch. the pe- The people got us. Like uh, we we are, we're a group. We're a we're a tight knit community. We're getting to 200. I can feel it in our bones. Yeah. We're gonna have 200 by the time we post this.
1: Yep, absolutely. We'll try to start interacting. Uh, maybe doing some some things where you know you guys can hop on, give your take, stuff like Ooh. that. Like, uh, yeah, oh yeah. I like Bunch it. Bunch of cool ideas. Bunch of cool ideas. So just stay tuned. Get excited. Um, and thanks for watching.
0: Absolutely. We'll see you in the next one.